Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Talking Talkie podcast. I'm joined by Matty. Hi Sam, good to see you. Um, I believe we'll be joined later by Chris as well. Uh, so, Alden, well, what were your thoughts then? Let's go straight to it. Well, my, my main thought was that I was very, very cold. Um, <laughs> but, but after that, I mean, it's it was so disappointing really because the second half I thought we played reasonably well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get into it in more detail in a minute, but I thought yeah. we played reasonably well second half going forward. But the first half, we were so dire. Oh my god! I just thought we, the, the way we were set up didn't work. None mm-hmm. of the players produced any quality at all. We just lacked in basic football and ability. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the story of our season, isn't it? That you you can't get away with being crap for that amount of the game. No, no it's shocking. I thought we were tactically completely. This is awful in the first half. There's no central midfield. That was. We're always sort of lacking some of isn't it? It was wingers and width at the start. I mean, the wingers who played were pretty terrible, I thought, yesterday. did not have their best games. But uh, I think was it Evans was in central midfield with Donovan. Yeah, as far as uh, I can tell, it was sort yeah. of Donovan was at, at the base of a three with Evans yeah. and Wern. Yeah. Um, so, as you said, we sort of had a a paucity of wingers and now we've got two wingers playing in central midfield, <laughs> two wingers playing... Uh, elsewhere and it just, just didn't work. No, it didn't work. There's no one bringing the ball out at all. No transition from defence to a uh, midfield to attack at all. No, I mean, I mean, Donald had a really difficult job to to control mm. that midfield, and I mean, he completely failed to be clear. But <laughs> but it was a tough job, and, and that yeah. you have to. I mean, tactically, that was a nightmare first half. It wasn't the only mm. problem, but but um, Gary has to take some blame for that because yeah. the way we set up just didn't work. Didn't make any sense with the no. personnel that we had. No, no, I agree. It, it did kind of feel a bit like, right, we've we've got a few good players in, now especially going forward. And then it's just like, yeah, we put them on the pitch. They'll sort something out. Sometimes you have to leave a, a very good player on the bench so your team yeah. is tactically sound, you know, especially Definitely. in this day and age. Definitely. I think, you know, I think obviously you want to bring Jarvis back in uh, yeah. from last Saturday. And I think that was the right decision. But yeah, uh, I think you have to leave out one of your attacking midfielders or wingers yeah. to, to do that, and it didn't. It didn't work. I mean, that own goal. Uh, I've seen a few people which will say that, oh, he's young, inexpert. Right. I'm sorry, but if I'm ten years old and I'm putting that in my goal, there's no excuse. So it, it was genuinely. The, my first reaction was of comedy. I genuinely yeah. couldn't understand how how anybody, let alone a professional footballer, yeah. mm. could 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 fail to deal with that situation. It's just. Just the one defender missed it. Was it Ellis missed it first of all as well? But there's still no pressure on him. There was like no pressure around him. You just use your left foot, whatever, stick it behind, hit it where it come from. He's just absolutely slight. I don't understand what he's trying to do, but I, I just don't understand it. I'm not even going to sit here and try and... It's just awful when you, you're only going to go one way. It's shocking. I mean, it's just... I really... I wonder what what must go through Dylan Crow's mind really because yeah. we're we're told that he was you know playing for England age groups and he was yeah. uh, t- uh, touted to be a, a decent footballer when he's at the mm-hmm. academy. P- big clubs are looking at him, and it must be soul destroying for him to yeah. to to come to the realization that you're actually completely terrible at football. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. He's a defender who can't defend. The only good things I do, I see him do, is going forward a bit at times. I think also, and this sounds like sort of childish analysis, 
But about three or four times in the game, the ball just came to him and he just he just couldn't kick it properly. Yeah. Like it, 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 it was as if it was rolling to him at a reasonable, normal pace and he just didn't control it and mm. the, it just went through him. And he's got yeah, done yeah. out of trouble multiple times. The same with Ross Marshall, who was also a business I mean, I'm pretty sure, without looking at it back, because I don't want to watch it back, every attack comes from the, the right-hand side. Yeah. Well, it says a lot, doesn't it? I mean, oh, right-hand we, side, yeah. we, know that, we know that Ellis and Moxie, despite you know being in their wheelchairs, are clearly decent yeah. defenders. <laughs> yeah. And they're just carrying that defence because, mm. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to it, but... If you need to strengthen in one area, it's that side of the fence. Centre back and right back, hundred percent. Dolan's not a bad right back, I don't think. But... Actually, I agree. Um, but you can't rely on a utility player. No, absolutely. You um, might need him in midfield, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I just Marshall. After what I heard after dagging him, I was like, ah, oh, you know, maybe it's something there in him. You could get it there with Ellis next to him. Da 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 da. Oh, it's just awful. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just positionally. It's like Omar. I think it's, a big um, problem. it's often, I'm all for giving players extra, extra chances yeah. and stuff, but sometimes when they show you their true colours the first time, you should believe them. And like yeah. that game against Ultron where you just behave like a child and you just think, after having a shocker out. as well. Yeah, he had a man. Yeah. You just think some people aren't cut out to be professional footballers. And, and you look at like the Wrexham game as well. Like how does Wrexham just put a ball in the box? He just didn't anticipate it. It's like the base. You look at him, he's got he's built well, he's got the physique to look like he's gonna be a good centre back, and that's about yeah. as far as it goes. You know, I, don't like, I don't like doing this either. I'm sure he's a nice lad. And yeah, he, no, he's it's, it's horrible to watch, especially someone who's you know, probably the same age as us. He's about yeah. really. So like yeah, yeah. it's it's difficult, but it, it's our football club at the end of the day he's, and he's let us down many times he's not good enough and no. um, to make a broader point I know we, I want to talk more about the game but a broader mm. point is that if he's playing in the back for us and if I think if Dylan Crow's playing in the back for us mm. we are going down that's a we defense. are going down yeah. that's, no. I mean no. that has to yeah, be right. the absolute priority of the next week we have to change it as we're down yeah, because there's no point. I mean, if you go broader, my point is about all these games, and all you know, it's like, oh, we're on BT, da, 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 we're good end to end. We just, it's, I see it as a point. Oldham, right? I know they've strengthened on paper now. If you take all the context out, they've got a pretty decent National League team, yeah. top half, even playoffs. But context is they've got no confidence. The club has been going down and down and down and down for years, like Scunthorpe. Yeah, you know, we've been in the past, not to that extent, mind you, because you know, I think we used to be. Yeah. They're very nervous. We pegged them back twice. Um, just that's a bit of game management, a bit of passing, a bit of whatever. And we just open. If you've conceded eight or nine, I reckon it must have been key chances because Halstead has had a brilliant game. Yeah, and conceded three, and and he had no hope on any of those goals either. Like it just, you can't. It's just. I just felt at two two like when we're three two down, we get into it more. I'm like, well, if we score, we'll just probably concede again anyway. What's the point? Like yeah. it feels so it's like the ultra game, it's so pointless almost when you can't do the basics. <laughs> Warnock, but like you can't do the basics and you're just gonna concede like nine or ten games again, uh, ten chances a game. It's like we're gonna lose every game. Like if we play Wrexham, we've lost six nil. Not play not scouts, you lose four nil. It's just because we played Oldham, we were allowed in it a few times. Yeah, we we're just like a colander at the back, we just absolutely mm. cannot organise ourselves. We cannot make tackles. Mm. We we lose the ball so easily, and that's partly down to midfield as well. People rightly yeah. make the point online that 
Um, the defence is bad, but also the midfield's not very good at Evans all. Evans didn't close down that can go. You can certainly go, oh, that's unlucky. It's a great finish, of course it is. But how many goals? I mean, you start back to pre-season against Plymouth. We conceded yeah. the same goal three times. Do you think they'll work out? I'll close them down on the edge of the box. Professional footballers can shoot at times, you know. I hate to be plugging my match report, but I'm going to. And uh, <laughs> in that, something I did notice for their second goal, which was a fantastic goal, was that second half, Lapsley was brought on to play sort of in front of Donnellan. Yeah, on the sort of right hand side of that midfield, really. So, so Evans right. could have that freedom in this sort of yeah, yeah. And we lost the ball in in the corner, in toward shooting towards the, the away end. Um, on the left hand side, Lapsley was down there and he just walked back. I've what I only watched the highlight of that goal to, no. to confirm this. For the okay, no, and no, he just walked that. back and walked back. And it's clearly yeah, not fit, it's not a criticism, I'm not saying he's not trying on no. enough. He's just, he's just nowhere near fit. He was walking in the warm up. Um, yeah. Surely, if he was fit, you'd play him. You wouldn't have yeah, that no, ridiculous midfield. Yeah. Um, so, oh, it just speaks to a number of problems that we've got at our football club. Um, speak to the midfield, central midfield. I'll give you one positive: Brett McGavin. I thought, you yeah. know, he, he. I've always thought there was a player in him. I, at times, I was like, I don't think we're ever going to see this in the last month or two. But just picked up. It was just. It was a bit of a Rolls Royce. Oh my god! <laughs> it was a bit. You know, everything was coming off for him in the game. I yeah. thought it was really good. Maybe, maybe it's a Lexus. Yeah. <laughs> a Vauxhall insignia of the midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he, but, um, he, was, he was fantastic, actually. Um, yeah. He was composed, confident. He's got good... We know he's got good feet, um, but he used them and he was he made the right decisions, which yeah. I think is, is often his, his downfall. So fair play yeah. to him, he did well. Yeah, no. Uh, but Asa Hall. So I don't know if you're on anything, but obviously I was watching on TV. Uh, it started the game... They go before the game, about 10 minutes warm up. They're going, Oh, big blow for talking this week. Eight tools out for six to eight weeks. And you're like, What? I haven't heard this. I mean, thanks, BT, for telling us. I really appreciate it. But why is that club? Why is no one telling us that? I was, <laughs> I was just going to make a sarcastic comment along those lines. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? That the club yeah. can't, can't see fit to say that. But I mean, that's a massive blow. I, I yeah. think that he is not the player he was, but still. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, around the squad. He's he's at least a presence of experience and yes. sensibility and able to make basic passes in the midfield. And mm. actually, we lacked that first half today, yesterday, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Um. So that's a massive blow. And if he's out for longer than eight weeks, well, six play weeks is what we're told, is it? But yeah. if it's longer than that, you need to replace him as well. Yeah. No. Definitely. This is a thing. And. Oh, well, I just, yeah, as you say, that's the problems. And yesterday was huge. Yesterday was such a huge game. People can tell it felt a bit like a cup tie almost. It felt like Oldham were levels above us in certain ways and their physicality and everything. You know, we felt like, oh, they're all talking going to Oldham. That was a massive six points yesterday, which we've thrown down the drain. We have to get four to six points off Yeovil. But I don't see it happening. No, I, I agree that it was a... Um... It's a game that we should have been looking to win based on their yeah. lead position, based on the fact that, as you say, they've got, uh, they have got some good football. All the pressure was on them. Team. Yeah. All the pressure yeah, was on them. Exactly. The, the crowd, if we if we got on top of them first 10 minutes, the crowd yeah. would have turned very, very quickly, I'm sure. And if Wine has stuck away that chance early on as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as you say, we, the thing is, I sat here in this seat after we mm. lost 6 0 at Wrexham. Yeah, I don't know if you were on that pod, Sam, but we sat here and we spoke about 
he's got to get six points from Scunthorpe and Maine. Yeah, no. I mean, on the other one, Talky Talk, we said exactly the same. Uh, and, and what do we get? Yeah. One? One, yeah. And we're here again, and yeah, we probably do need to get six or four points from Yeovil. Must but, be six, really, because I don't. Yeah. Everyone goes, "Oh, if we have one within that relegation zone, we're so close." No, no, I don't look at that. I look at points to games because teams pick up at the end of a season every time. Yeah, and we need about fifty points around that, and forty-six, and we've got eighteen from twenty-three. We are in huge trouble. That is massive trouble, isn't it? When you put it like that, and you're yeah. right. Um, I, I mid-table form already. Yeah, and the thing is, is that there's lots of players that are good enough in that team to do it. Yeah, There's no doubt in my mind that Ellis and Moxie and uh, Jarvis and Goodwin are good footballers. I agree with you. And a couple more, and you should be all right. But you, I've, we've been saying this all season. Yeah. And um, at some point, someone needs to grab it by the scruff of the neck, score some goals. Actually, um, Goodwin was brilliant. Yeah, he is really good. He, like he is, he is, he's not just a decent loan player. He is blimming good. He's football league standard. I recommend this. It's certainly, it's certainly going to be a football yeah. uh, centre yeah. forward for sure. And I actually think, sort of, for his career, this will be a good season for him. Yeah, no, stand out to... in a badly out of form pond. <laughs> yeah, and exactly, and he'll and he'll get a lot of uh, character and resilience. Healy effect. Yeah, well, he's yeah, from. yeah, exactly. Um, He's a bloody good striker, actually. And he's got a bit of about him as well. He's got a bit of... Yeah. He's not a little kid. I was a bit worried when he first started. He's a bit of a kid and he's to learn. But um, he's, he's, no, he's on Stoke. He's definitely, uh, yeah, he's definitely a proper grown-up, actually. I really like him. I yeah. actually think also that Evans played all right second half. Yeah, no, he's getting... I've, I really think he's starting to improve. He's getting a bit more like Lemon or Evans now. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've not seen a lot of him this season, but um, he's got really good feet. And actually, he tried to win it by, on, by himself for some of that game. That... That one where he's sort of done a couple of step-overs and cut yeah. inside. And yeah. to be fair, he's based over the bar. But he properly did his bollocks there to, to, to get himself yeah. a, a shooting yeah. opportunity. And, you know, he's taken all the corners and he's, all right, they weren't very good. But he was, yeah. you know, he was really... Yeah, no, I, I, I rate players like that. My point is, though, and I've said it before on other play platforms, is that um, I... Um, well, just look at the National League team that went down under Owens. Now, I know Owens was an awful, awful, awful manager. He was quite good at recruiting, funny enough, at times. But, um, yeah, hit and miss, yeah. Hit and miss, very hit and miss. But if you look at the team that went down, there's good players in there. Like Just yeah. because we've got a Jarvis, we've got a good win, we've got whatever, I don't mean you stop you from going down. You know, no, we have some true. decent players in there. So and I, it just feels so much like that season. And when he was just getting, like in the end, every loan player, and then you're like, oh, what loan player is going to play today? Yeah, yeah, no, I, that I panic. if Scott's that such worrying, cast, it? so it's basically like a more entertaining, if you want to call it, version of that season. We're losing every game like 1 0, 2 0 this season, even every 4 2, 5 2. It's like that. It's got so many worrying parallels right now to that season. Um, uh, no, I, I agree. I think that, um, I've been trying to keep myself away from this level of pessimism, but actually, yes, I do think that. If there's not really drastic change really soon, we are in a massive, massive struggle. Yeah, and no, I, I mean, Nick, this sounds awful, but Johnson's got to do a Nicholson and turn around, but not his own mess, but or is his own mess in Johnson's case. But we've got to do that. So it's going to be a great escape season if we're going to stay up. It's getting like that all of a sudden. Yeah, and that's this is a so mad thing. That is so depressing. This is why this has been so like off. Like this, is, we're going through it all again. It's like 
that's it's awful. It's so yeah. miserable. Well, it's just like you don't go anywhere, do you? It's like ground, no. isn't it? You just yeah. Wait up and rubbish. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like that trip. again. I thought those days were over. At least we had Johnson. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's disappointing. Um, I'm trying to think of a final positive to end on. I think Donnellan's pretty good at right back. Donnellan is an okay footballer. There we go. Um, and and, and Matt, Halstead. Halstead, is, great okay. game. Yeah. I would been, say, go on. I've been a bit critical of Halstead the last month since he got injured. I thought he's been quite poor at times, but he was very good yesterday. Yeah, he was very good yesterday. Uh, I agree. And the other thing on Halstead, before I come on to my other thing, is that mm. um, he was giving the back four absolute pelters every time it was brilliant yeah. like a couple of times Alex really had free headers or um, mm. someone was opening the box and obviously the away fans were right behind him in the first half and he went absolutely spare a couple of times yeah. mostly yeah, Munch and, and Crow yeah. understandably yeah um, this guy who's got that sort of senior like confidence in him that he's on the level of Moxie is, and Ellis now it is confidence isn't it because yeah. because for a lot of Last season, he would have been on the receiving end of that bollocking. And, exactly. It's a bit embarrassing to a keeper can't really go, oh, defender, you're bad when you're conceding everything that's exactly. going towards you. But now exactly. it's a bit different. So. Exactly. Um, and also, I've given Donald plenty of pelters uh, on this podcast elsewhere. He was terrible at York. He was terrible at Wrexham. He's um, had some mares. But he really has. Uh, I think he is a pretty competent attacking right back. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we can sign him midfielders, I think he's much, much better than anything we've got. And probably better than most low knees that we've got anyway. So, fair play to him. Yeah, no, it's something there, but it's taken a while. But oh, it's just... But yeah, what, where do we go from there? What's, what's... It's just we've got the FA Trophy and then we've got Yeovil. But I just feel like all the times I've gone, all right, this is, as we said, the Scumfort run, when we played them out. Where are... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just I think, do not know. I think um, we'll probably win on Saturday in the trophy. Yeah, it might give us a bit and, of something. And I think it'll... I mean, usually I'm a big trophy fan, but I think it'll be a bad thing. I think we just need to, like, mm. just not turn up and just be like, yeah, whatever. Because actually, we're not going to win the FA trophy. And no. um, it's just a, 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 a possibility of... Democracy energy, isn't it? And that's yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, no. I, uh, anything else? I mean, anything else that stood out about the Oldham game? Um, I'm trying to think. Nothing really. No, I can't think of anything on TV. It's just a general. We have no game management all season, and that does come down to the coaching a bit as well. Like just two-two. We did a few nice passing moves a couple times, but two-two is like right. We've got the game back now. Pass around a bit. Let's 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 take it to them. And they must have had like three or four chances. And then is it Timmy Abraham? Yeah, yeah. First professional goal. Uh, just talk talking. That's talking. Yeah, that. That's the most talky thing. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to say well done to the fans that that went. Obviously, amazing. yeah. I've come from. I went from. I went from Stockport, so that's about you know a couple of hours on a bus and a, and a tram. So I can't really take any credit, <laughs> but. I imagine about 50-odd of those people would come from Torquay and that's a yeah. bloody good effort on a freezing cold. After Sunday, what happened on the Saturday. When it's well. on the telly, when yeah. they have a shit weekend already, yeah. when there's absolutely no bloody reason on earth to be in Great Manchester, let alone Oldham yeah. on Sunday afternoon. It's a brilliant effort. 
Yeah, no one on the other army. That's a, that's about it, really, isn't and, it? And they deserve so much more. It's just so disappointing. I mean, from a fan's point of view, I, you know, you could call it pessimist or whatever, but it's just like the old times again. Like, where does the club go from here? If it, you know, the, it's Johnson just here to the end of the season, no matter what. And um, if they go down, does he then try and take us back up? We've got no start, one's got a plan, mate. Have they? No, no, no one's got a no plan. One the club's got a plan. There's beyond, no like, doubt. No, this, some, this is the problem. There's, there's no like director of football given the John, Johnson sort of help. The, the recruitment, I think, is just dreadful. I mean, you just just look at you look at you know people that come in. It's it's easy, it's lazy to say recruitment's been dreadful, but it has been poor for a long time now. Yeah. And he has signed the team at the end of the day. Now I know everyone's big Gary Johnson fans, a lot of people are. I am to an extent, but I hold him accountable for this. It's dreadful. There's absolutely nobody else uh well okay there are very few people that can be held accountable more than Gary Johnson I'm afraid yeah Um, he signed all of those players as far as I didn't sign Asa Hall but apart from that he signed all of them yeah um he's uh setting them up yesterday definitely set them up badly yeah I think Um, it's it's time he's just completely lost it feels like he's lost the plot of it at times with the setups you know like this is two years ago he didn't feel like an old school manager What's changed? Yeah, I agree. He played. We we played some brilliant football, and yeah. um, you know, obviously, you have to ask questions about the budget, and you have to ask questions yeah, about yes. um, the broader, you know, culture of the club and the fact that it's run by a yeah. club who wants to ruin it. Obviously, exactly. we all know yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And and the amount of power that Johnson has, we don't really know. But um, we we've also we've also had mild success in this league playing. Dinosaur dreadful football. We're not doing that. That's true. True. Yeah, um, that so, is true. We had two phases in that uh, playoff season, didn't we? We had beautiful football and dinosaur football. Both exactly. were brilliant. So, um, I think I think you can probably attribute a little bit of this season to bad luck, but a lot of it has been really, 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 really bad footballers uh, mm. playing not very well. And um, I don't know. I don't know what we do as a football club um, with Gary Johnson. I. I, I'm still scared and sceptical about the idea yeah, of, of, of letting him go because I think that I don't trust anybody in the football club to make a good decision. Um, I agree with that. I mean, they did get him in the first place, but I do agree. Um, they did, but they also brought Gary Owens. So, and, and if there's no money at the club, they ain't getting a Gary Johnson in again. I mean, I always say, in the if, if it costs them 60 grand to get rid of him, put that 60 grand into the squad. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's that someone else maybe find the players at this rate. Um, but like, yeah, well, employ somebody that's good at that. Like not your that, brother. That, <laughs> that should be that should be the priority for, yeah. for an owner of a football club. Is say, say, look clearly that your recruitment strategy isn't working, Gary. Yeah. So we're, instead of sacking you, we're going to help you. We're yeah. going to get someone to do that job for I agree. you. Yeah. Or work with you. Yeah. Yeah. Just another idea, not just players that have played well against us once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they're, they're, they're just lazy kind of signings. A lot of it felt like, you know. Yeah. And people can say, "Oh, budget, budget," but hand on heart, I don't believe that his budget is the same or even smaller as what Nicholson had during the dark, dark days. I no, I agree. I don't reckon I it's as much as it might have been, but uh, you put a couple of players on two-year deals, which admittedly, I think Nicholson did, but. Um, yeah, I mean, both those budgets, they should probably be like mid-table. But yeah, no, I, I seriously don't believe it's like that time when we had 14 players in jail. Like, now nah, we're not giving you any help. I think it was like Great Escape 1 or 2. Yeah. Um, I seriously don't think it's like Rory Fallon 
Billy Paffroy, Joe Ambalu, all those lads. <laughs> no. Territory. So, um, yeah, that's depressing, <laughs> that one. So, I, yeah, where, where do you go from there? I haven't got an answer, mate. I think um, I'm just going to let the people who have more power than me but less initiative make the decision. <laughs> We're now joined by Chris. Chris, hello. Hello, Sam. How are you? I'm not bad, thanks. So you had a bit of a stream yesterday. Uh, do you want to talk about that, how the streaming went down for you? Yeah. I mean, I've been a pretty vociferous advocate of streaming since mm. we had streaming in the COVID season. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm not making it to too many games these days, so anything yeah. I can do to avoid listening to TUFC radio is, is to be longed for lovingly um generally it was a pretty good experience um i logged in i paid the money it was five quid because it was half price mm-hmm. um i did have an issue just after half time where the stream cut out which was great because i missed our first goal um <laughs> and i was just writing an angry email to them demanding my money back when it showed up again and then this morning they told me they refunded my money which i feel a little bit bad about um <laughs> But yeah, I, the, the quality of the stream was very good. Weirdly, they didn't yeah. use the BT Sport answer. They used somebody else. Okay, yeah. Um, so I tuned in. I say tuned in. No one tunes in anymore, right? But <laughs> I turned it on about 10 minutes before the start of the game. Mm-hmm. And they had Adam Summerton. And you could hear him doing his voice check. Okay. And you could see them talking to Gary Johnson and David Unsworth. But you couldn't hear anything they were saying. So that oh, okay. Weird. So they're running BT's. Were they running BT's pictures? Do you reckon? I think it was BT's pictures. Although yeah. not having watched BT, I couldn't say. Yeah, I mean, okay. it was multiple cameras. Yeah, okay. so it would be BT's pictures probably then from the broadcast. Yeah, I know from the COVID season, most of us only ever saw one camera angle, and depending on which ground you were at, that meant that you couldn't see certain parts of the field because <laughs> there was a bloody pillar in the way. Um, and all the hard time checks of is yeah. it on? Can you hear me and, now? You know, I, and, uh, yeah, all that. Yeah, I you know I expected to work, but. They've been very clear in saying it's a beta launch. Yeah. Two weeks, which was very generous of them, considering the next week there aren't any league games. Yeah. But that was quite clever. <laughs> um, but I'm optimistic that it will be worthwhile. I would be really interest, interested to see if teams make money out of it because of the way mm. they've split the revenue. Yeah, it's an um, interesting split. With, with the COVID season, the hosting club was getting all the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which made sense at the time because it was a substitute for ticket receipts. Yeah. This time, you know, when you register, you tell them what club you support. And then I think 60% of that money goes mm-hmm. to that club. Yeah. Which, if you're Wrexham, is probably very good because yeah. the Wrexham owners have been pushing it from day one mm-hmm. because they expect to have a large international audience. And I don't know how the UEFA rule is going to be affected by this. I suspect we won't be able to watch it in the UK at 3 p.m. on a Saturday. But for oh, those of okay. us who are abroad... So, oh, so you reckon because you're abroad, you will be able to watch the three o'clock games? Well, yeah, because I know I follow the league thing. You know, you can watch yeah, no, that makes sense. here without restriction. That's which good, makes actually. sense because it's designed... Uh, so Wrexham wouldn't be able to make any abroad money. No, that yeah, make sense. and, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, Wrexham's... And again, we're talking about Wrexham till the cows go home, but what they're doing is basically a marketing effort right now. It's mm. not necessarily about the football. So they've got a bunch of people interested in the club for the documentary. And through the star power associated with them, so good to them. It makes sense that they are allowed to have people watch the games. I know some people who do not give a shit about the National League, but are suddenly avid Wrexham fans. Yeah. 
that's and wild. again, that's frustrating to a degree, but also maybe it's a good can't discourage it for me. You can't discourage it. So what you're saying is we need a sponsor by a VPN, which allows you to in the UK pretend you're from the USA and then you can watch it at three o'clock. Yes, although I don't know what kind of <laughs> protections they'll have regarding yeah, it'd be interesting how it goes. credit card. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. I know from... That is true. I've heard about people who've tried to watch the BT sports stuff in the past that you have yeah, to set yeah. your clock to be UK time. Yeah. Not me, lawyers who may be listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think it'll be good. I mean, I'm, again, purely yeah. selfishly. Yeah, um, no, I think it's a great idea. Because I've got, yeah, I've got family. I would be abroad, interested to see. Fans, so. I don't know if the gates will go down. Um, I doubt it. And you know, also, I mean, this is the thing. Too. Oh, it'd be, it would be terrible if the gates go down. But if the gates go down, but the people, the clubs get more revenue out of it and yeah. profit, they are not going to care. Now it's different yeah. when you're getting 60 percent of a tenner rather mm. than hundred percent of twenty. But depending on what policing costs and what it costs to... Yeah, it depends on the ratio of it, doesn't it? It depends on, you know, the the food from the... Money from the food or stuff like that. But if it's, like, a large sum more are watching it, which could be the case, actually, with some teams, especially on away games. um, Yeah, and I I think if you're... following and you're going to a away game, you know, you're going to have more, aren't you? I think that's that. I mean, if you you consider Talking United as an example, okay, we've only been Gateshead, but, you know, you might get... On a really good day, a hundred people go to Gateshead. Yeah, that's a, and most of those people won't be from Torquay. Yeah, so I would guess at least half of that hundred would go to Gateshead anyway because they're mm. local enough that it's not that far away. Yeah, but if you can get even two hundred people in Torquay to watch it, exactly. Yeah, and you, that's you, extra money. And if we're doing well, it's going to be a few hundred. Possibly, yeah. So. Um, so I would be interested to see if the National League release figures. I suspect yeah. they won't. Um, yeah. I also would like to see what they're going to charge for the you know the half season. You know that they've got this two week trial, mm-hmm. what four ninety five it was um, for the for this part. I think yeah. the full price will be nine ninety five for a day. Yeah. But I suspect they're going to want to say, well, here's access for the whole season, two hundred quid or whatever it might yeah. be. I, you I look know. at other sports. I mean, motorsport ones. I know rally do that sort of thing. So yeah. I believe NBA might do something like that as well, where you just go, oh, you pay more monthly or you can just pay less how it works out for like the rest of the year uh, rather than monthly. So they'll probably do a half season kind of streaming platform like that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I said before, I don't, they're going to be showing 3 p.m. games on a Saturday. I think it might be worth investigating that possibility. Yeah. Um, especially like, oh, if you it, offer yeah. this as an additional thing for season ticket holders like okay mm-hmm. well buy your season ticket and maybe we'll give this to you half price so the away games will work out for you yeah um, can, I, can I ask Chris yeah sorry and this might be a question just for me but it might be for some listeners as well uh, What this is because I haven't read the article what's the process of, of you register with the the National League streaming service, and then you get access to any game. Is that right? Yeah. So it's basically it's nationalleagueTV.com. Uh, I am hoping to get my sponsorship free through the mail any day now. Um, <laughs> and you basically register with them. You tell them what club you support, and then when you buy a day pass, I believe theoretically you can watch any of the games. Um, but most of the time, if it's a three o'clock on a Saturday, certainly you're only going to watch one at a time, right? Yeah. Um, but it is that that part of the experience is way superior to the other one because you know it's okay yeah, for two games because you've registered for twenty 
three games or whatever it was that season. But then you've got to go and register once for Gateshead. And well, that was a bad example. They weren't there. But, you know, give Kings Lynn 15 quid for their crappy stream and then yeah. keep getting emails for them for the rest of the year. So this is, <laughs> this is better. Um, yeah, no, I do agree. Yeah. Um, and I, it could be very powerful that the screen, the, the, like the casting to my television was super easy. Just click on the button and boom, it was on my TV. Oh, that that's was good. cool. Um, you know, because it's funny, you get used to watching football on the television. And it's like, well, no, I don't want to watch this game 3,000 miles away on my 18-inch laptop screen. That's not good enough for me. Yeah. When really, it should be. <laughs> um, so I'm optimistic, and I, I hope the experiment works out because, again, purely from a selfish point of view, it's nice to have that connection to the club that I haven't had for a long time, and that's why, yeah. despite how that COVID season ended, it will always be near and dear to me because of how close I felt to the community that I grew up in again. After yeah. 15 years of being away, it was it was nice. Yeah, no, as I get older, you know, people move away from the area, family don't really live there anymore. Mm-hmm. So the only connection I have to where I grew up is this crappy little football team. Yeah. And I cherish that I can keep that connection with them in some way. Yeah, and I also... Probably why I do the podcast, by the way. Yeah, nice, nice one, mate. And yeah. also for me, I've always been like a... Apart from really local ones, uh, like I only go home games. It's, it's how I've been. It's like if Torquay playing at home, I would go Torquay. If they're playing away, I'll follow it, but I'll do something else on a Saturday. It's just how I've yeah. always worked. And you know, I know uh, what the away days have been on. I'm like, oh, I want to do this more. I just don't. So if you could watch the away games, so if that three pm thing did go, I would generally sit there and watch every away game as well. And that's what I yeah. really enjoy about the lockdown season. I literally watch every game. Apart from the right. season when it matters. I, I think it's like the rule is designed to protect the home attendances. I think that makes yeah. sense when you're a Premier League team and you're getting £100 million a year from yeah. Sky and the rest of it. Yeah. Talking United aren't getting very much at BT Sport, right? <laughs> no. I, I mean, it's not like we need that BT Sport money to keep the club going. So they should be yeah. looking at the revenue streams. And that's why yeah. so many National League clubs have... Mm. 3G pitches because they can rent them out. Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm not, I'm not really like with Wrexham. It's fine. Like, of course, it benefits them a lot more than everyone else, but it's going to benefit other people at other times. I, I, I don't mind that idea of thinking. Like, of course, I, I, I don't really have any qualms with it. At all. I, I don't. I, I think most talking. I mean, you're always going to get a few who are super negative because yeah. Every club has those, but and we are jealous of Wrexham. Well, we yeah. are jealous. Of our, Every our single one of us now. would think it would be a great amount of fun yeah. if they bought us instead of Wrexham yeah and if got they bought mates, Wrexham for very clear reasons historically they get much bigger crowds than anybody in this of division course, yeah. yeah massively yeah. underachieving for the last 15 years so the yeah. upside is there um yeah but yeah I I don't begrudge them the success while also hoping that they fail miserably because that yeah. would be serious yeah it doesn't matter about them not getting out of the league anymore for us at the moment does it it's not like they're in rivals so right aspect's gone yeah, a couple of years ago. So, um, anything else we need to talk about? We're going to talk about World Cup. Was that anything else? We cover streaming. Uh, nothing on streaming. I would. I don't know if the FA Trophy is covered by streaming. I suspect it's not. Oh, that's a good point. It's just a separate no, competition. Oh, did I read that the South and the North are going to be covered next season as well? Do you yeah. So the way, the beta is National League overall. Well, the yeah. Premier is it still called Premier? I forget yeah. now. Um, Nash, yeah, but they, they once they launch it officially, when it comes out of beta in, I guess, January, they expect it to be north and south, which, again, purely selfishly, you look at the table. 
I was going to make a joke about, well, I'm asking for a friend to see if a self is, you know, stream next season. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I guess that does, you have to give the National League credit, even though it took some famous people complaining about it on Twitter. They have got it up fairly quickly and it seems so far to be working well. Um, I will report back. I'm sure you'll hear about me complaining if if you happen to follow me on Twitter. I will be bitching about it if it fails. I know I bitched about Kings Lynn 15 quid a couple of years ago, so... Yeah. yeah, that was a mental one, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's great. Uh, yeah, perfect. Well, is, are we going to wrap it up with that, or is there any more World Cup chat? I can't remember. Did you cover Chippenham? Oh, yeah. Uh, we said we were going to play them, and we don't care. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I mean, I was like, as long as we play Tomlinson and Casella, I know his leg's broken or whatever. Yeah, him but on you just have one. I do feel a bit like just rotate the pack a little bit. Try and get a bit of match sharpness if you don't have it on other ones. That'd be my my thing with yeah. FA Trophy. I mean, you, know, you can earn money. I'd give Alice a rest. Yes, yes. My opinion is always give your fringe players a go. If you do end up and your season's not really going to anywhere and you're in about the quarterfinal, then put your first team in. But um, yeah. it's yeah, the Europa League. It's exactly. the Europa League of the National League. Like, club, teams yeah. don't care about the Europa League until they get to the finals. And they're like, exactly. oh, shit, this could be cool. You could say the League Cup as well to the bigger teams. Yeah. 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 Even I've even I've stepped down off my high horse and stopped banging my drum. Really, the, the FA Trophy. I, I, I'm I'm. It takes a lot for me to not be bothered about the FA Trophy. But um, yeah, I, I do I do think that we should play fans or you know like children or whatever because uh, we've got we've got a lead to stay in. And don't get Mark Ellis and Demoxy injured before game like yeah, exactly. Two um, games against Sevilla. Of course, if we do end up getting beat at home by Chippenham, we'll all be raging next week. Oh, I mean, I mean, I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've lost yeah. to Chippenham before, haven't we? And um, over manager. Yeah. Did we, lose, yeah. Did we lose a double to them. Why well, imagine that? It was that was ours. His last game was was losing home to Chippenham, and, and then, then we when got, we won a title, we lost. Yeah. Oh, last yeah. only goal I think for Torquay was chipping away. Yes, you you lost two one. It was breaking up and it stank of shit. I remember everywhere. that people saying that. Yeah, it was so smelly. I say this every time anyone mentions the name Chippenham, but yeah, I thought that. I just remember my whole timeline being like, "Oh, Chippenham smells." <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I happily let them beat us three 0 and just and just fuck it off. I just I want to go on record as saying that I fervently hope we score a goal that's from like a thirty yard lob, just so I can make a joke about Chippenham. Oh yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice yeah. one. Yeah, um, I like it. Which may be a joke I've used before, <laughs> but you know, they um, all yeah, I don't, I don't care. I mean, it would be nice to win six nil and get some confidence, but I do think Corey Andrews should play the whole game, and if he doesn't score or have a good performance, he should just be let go because yeah, I think uh, I mean, we did we did mention him in our Oldham chat, but he was absolutely abysmal and actually um, yeah. was a good example of why bringing on a centre-forward is not necessarily an attacking change. It doesn't make you a better team going mm. forward always because yeah. it meant that Goodwin had to go wide. We lost Wern, who wasn't brilliant, but at least was beating his man on the wing. Mm. Um, and Andrews offered absolutely nothing, including uh, that short corner in the, uh, in the last minute, which I'm just blew my mind. It's only the fact he scored all of... Um, 
the goals for Aldershot that's stopping me saying he's probably one of the worst strikers I've ever seen at Torquay. He scored, he scored nine in 20 for Aldershot. Including I called him the next Jamie Reid. I was like, no, he's going to be next Jamie Reid. He's going to be... I was Reed's excited, game. but bloody yeah. hell. First half an hour against Oldham in day one, he was good. Like, okay. at first I thought, oh, we're on it this season. And then he gets hurt. Not his fault. He wasn't fit either, was he? We signed him with a yeah. groin injury, which is dumb. Don't matter how good he is. Yeah. We think he's going to be. And then, oh, it's, it's a joke, isn't it? It's Did we talk joke. about incomings in January? Or at we're, any point? we're desperate. We're desperate for centre backs and right backs. Yeah. And uh, everyone. <laughs> but uh, centre back, right back is where you 100% need it. Maybe probably another midfielder's cover. So he said that as well. Well, we've needed a midfielder to cover Racer Hall for about three years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never knowingly un- over resourced in midfield, are we? It's always no. like. Although I do remember in the summer thinking, Crikey, we've got a lot of midfielders. Yeah, I remember thinking, yeah, I was they're like, all shit, aren't they? We're playing the 1 7 2 formation this season because <laughs> they're all the midfielders we brought in. And I was thinking, oh, that's good because Hansen's a ready made replacement for Hall. The same kind of player. Yeah, yes, we great. all thought that we paid a fee for him. And Donlan would be great, even though he's like the only player who can play right back because our right back can't defend. Yeah. So it's going great. And then Snaps in Hall's always injured. I still think that we've got these players in and I don't imagine that this would make it into the podcast, but you know, I, I still think that we've brought these players in with a two-year plan thinking we'll consolidate this season, wait for Wrexham and Notts yeah, County to yeah. fuck off. Mm. And then the season after, we'll have them bedded in. Martin will have a year. Crow will have a year. You know, Hanson will have That's a year. Stayed. Great. Yeah. The problem is we've been so bad. Now we're like, shit, running around these with hell. And now all these players are like, are they actually going to grow? And then once you're in bad morale and momentum, you're in so much trouble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's great. I think we can round it up there. Thank you for joining yeah. me, you two. Very good. Very good uh, stream chat, Chris. That was a very inter- interesting perspective because I won't lie to you, I haven't actually researched it much. Um, so that was very interesting. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining me, you two. This has been... Cheers, Sam. Thanks, both. That's thank right. you. In a bit. <laughs>